not knowing who Jesus was. And he said, it's time that we get out and we spread that word to others. Because you may not believe it, but people in America, in America, there's so many people that has never literally heard the name of Jesus. You could say, hear? Yes, hear. And how are they going to hear unless we go and tell them about it? We wasn't saved to sit on a pew, but we were saved to all be ministers of the word, not preachers. I'm not a preacher, but we were all saved and gave the spirit of God. When that spirit came into us and came alive in us, we are to be ministers of that word and tell about the love of Jesus and how he came to seek and to save those that are lost. I love the name of Jesus because it is a high tower. It's my strong tower when I can lean. When I don't have, know what to do, it says, I can lean on you, Lord. When I don't know where I'm going to stand, I know I can stand on him because he is the solid rock. He's the rock on which I stand. Oh, I love him. I love him. I love him. I'm so thankful for the privilege to get, get to teach. I, I seems like I've been a teacher most of my life <laughs> because when I was a little bitty girl, this just came to remembrance when we was in a little old church, just one big room. Well, over here on this corner was the, was the little kids' class. Yeah. Then over here was the teenagers' class, and then up front was the Bible class. Oh. Brother Jim, you can remember that back at Deerland. And his folks used to come there some. But God, you know what? God is so good that he can put in us a love for him. Yes. There's one thing about it. The song that we sang, God is always faithful. All my life, he has All been faithful. Life. Now, I may, I have not, I have not and cannot say all my life I've been faithful to him. But all my life, he has been faithful to me. Because like I said the other day, when I wasn't faithful to him, guess what? His goodness kept running after me. His goodness and his mercy kept following me. No matter where I went, there was the goodness of God. And oh, I'm so thankful. That's not my lesson. I'm telling you, it's not. But God is so good. I feel his spirit today. I feel his spirit. And I'm going to try to do, you know, as a, as a mother, when we're raising our children, we kind of guide them and tell them. And, and now that I'm older and my son's the adult, he says, now, Mom, make sure you do this and that. But, and I'm so thankful for the Word of God. And I'm so thankful that I've got somebody that I can sit anytime we're together and share and dig out nuggets from the Word of God. If we're, if we're not digging out nuggets from the Word of God, that's what keeps us going is digging out nuggets from the Word of God. But before I, before I start the lesson, you've all got the, the pamphlet on what I'm teaching on. And I promise you, I'm not going through all those scriptures there for you to read later on. But let's be a doer of the Word. And the first thing we're going to do as being a doer of the Word, we're going to put, doing is putting something into action. And so right now, I want us to all pray. God, I thank you for your love. 
and I thank you for your word because your word is what leads us and guides us. It is a lamp unto my feet so I don't stumble, and it's a light unto my path so I can see what's ahead of me, oh God. Oh, hallelujah. God, I thank you that if we will read that word, if we will put it in our hearts, that we can walk in you and be a doer of what the word says for us to do, God. Help us, God, to be not only a hearer, but a doer of your word. Hallelujah. And this morning I was back there in the hallway praying, and I thought of this when I was praying. I'm going to show you what I mean about being a doer of the word. I'm going to say something, and you're going to, I hope, if you can hear me. I want everybody to turn to your right and look at the people right of you. You're a doer of the word. I said, turn to the right and look, and you were a doer. It's that simple. It's that simple. If we hear the word, then be a doer of the word. Don't just, don't just let it come in here and not do anything about it. I better get on here. The, the scripture today that, and, and I'm telling you, if you want to, if you want some nuggets, if you want to go. And I tell everybody this, and I'll try not to get emotional about it when I thought about this now. I used to tell everybody, my Charles was a diamond among diamonds. When you compared diamonds, he was the diamond that stood out among the rest of the diamonds. And if you want to get diamonds in the spiritual, get into the Word. Get into the Word. And if you really want to see some diamonds shine, one of my favorite books is James. Get into James and study that book. The whole Bible is, is, is a fill of diamonds. But I love to pull out of James. And James chapter 1, verse 22 through 27. Now I'm going to read that. You can read along with me. But be you doers of the word and not hearers only. Deceiving your own self. Nobody else has to deceive us. Deceiving your own self. Be you a doer of the word and not hearers only. Deceiving your own self. Believing that once we give our life and our heart to Jesus that we just sit down. We're deceiving our own self if we do that. We've got to do what he says to do. And I think I've got it in my notes somewhere. He said, you call me Lord and Master, and so I am. But why aren't you doing what I ask you to do? We have to be a doer of the Word, or we're deceiving ourselves. If we're not doing what the Word tells us to do, people, we're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. We don't hear a lot about, and this is in the very last of my notes that I put in last night. But I'm going to put it in right now. We do, don't hear a lot about the destinations that we're heading for. We hear about heaven, glorious heaven, what will it be like. But we don't hear a lot about hell. And if we're not a doer of that word and deceiving ourselves, we have a destination that we're going to go to that's not where we really want to be. It's time that we realize that there is a heaven and there is a hell. And if we don't want to go to the place of torment, then we must be a doer of his word. For if any of us be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is likened unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass or a mirror. For, 
For he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. And that's another whole Bible lesson I'm, I'm working on. What manner of man I was, and who he sees that I can be. But whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty. That's the liberty where Christ set us free from the laws of sin and death. And continues therein. He being not a forgetful hearer. Remember what you heard. Put it in your heart. Learn about it. But a doer of the word. This man is blessed in his deeds. If you want to be blessed in this journey that we're on to heaven, then be a doer of the word and put it to heart. He said, don't forget what I'm telling you, he says, and you be a doer of what I'm telling you. You're going to be blessed in your deeds. You're going to find blessings. If any man among you seem to be religious and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, there again, deceiving your own self. Nobody else has to deceive you. So many times we deceive our own self by saying, well, this don't really matter. And I really thought about it in the Sunday school lesson I taught the other day. I said, if I had a book besides a Bible here, I'd show you what I'm talking about. Well, this don't really matter. So we start tearing out pages. We start tearing out pages. Before long, all we've got is the beginning and the end. And not doing what's in between it. Okay, if if a man seems to be religious and browse not his son's tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, that man's religion is in vain. That means it's empty. It doesn't mean a thing. That means that what you're possessing, if you're not being a doer of the word that he tells you to do, you're deceiving yourself and your religion's in vain. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this. To visit, to visit the fatherless and the widows in their affliction. And to keep himself, myself, ourselves. That, that's me and you, unspotted from the world. The Bible tells us that we may be in the world, but we're not of the world. That's the word again. We have to be a doer. Thank you, Lord, for your word. It's just like, like if I'm hard to do a job. And I, I hear somebody tell me that, now, Peggy, you go over here and you do this. This is what you do. This is your job. And I, I hear it, but I don't go over there and do it. Do you think I'm going to be employed very long? Or if I go over there and try to do it my own way, instead of what the book says or what I heard, then I'm not going to be employed very long. And we cannot grow spiritually spiritually our journey here is when we repent and we're baptized in that beautiful name and get the infilling of the holy ghost that is for us to grow to grow but if we're not a doer of the word and do exactly what the word says we're not going to grow spiritually we're not to be babies all the time we're to grow the first part of being a doer once we hear the word like at Acts 2.38, he says, I've already got ahead of myself on that, but repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins. Many, that day, that day, many heard the word. Many heard the word. Because there was people there from everywhere. Many heard the word. And many believed and was doers of the word. But I am sure there's many that walked away and says, 
hmm, that's not for me. That's not for me. We hit, once we hear, we have to be a doer. Luke 9 and 23, we are doers when we take up the cross. Jesus said, if you want to be my disciples, you must deny yourself and take up my cross and follow me. Take up, not my cross, let me reread that, your cross. Take up your cross and follow me. That's being a doer. When we take up that cross, that is action. It was not Jesus' cross, but our cross. Jesus had his own cross to bear. His cross was that he died on Calvary for our sins. And that shed blood washed away our sins. To carry our cross means to fully put our trust in God. In the time of the storm, battles, in our lives. It means even though we may be facing externally difficulty or painful situations, we always trust that God is with us. As Job stated while going through the battle of his life, though God slay me, yet I'm going to trust him. Trust is an action. Trust is an action. I'm going to trust him. I trust him that he says, and how do I know that he's going to carry me through? Uh, I listened to a sermon one time of Brother Jeff Arnold. He says, I know that I know. When you know that you know that he's going to carry you through, why worry about getting on the other side? When they got into that ship and he said, let's go to the other side, they got afraid when the storm come, but praise God. He said, we're going to the other side, and you're going to the other side when you trust him to take you to it. And learning to trust him is an action. I'm going to trust you, Lord. Someone that is a doer of the word takes actions or works to make things different. Verse 19 through 21 of James says, tells us that we are to put off the old man. We're to put off the old man. That's action. That's action. I'm to put off who I used to be. And it gives you a list of it like you're to put off you're to put off all filthiness, superfluity, uh, put off that old man, all naughtiness. You can pull those up, and that goes back into, if you read Galatians 5, 19 through 21, the works of the flesh. That's what he's talking about. We have to put off the works of the flesh. That's action. And I put off the works of the flesh. I'm a doer of the word and not just a hearer. And then he says, but you must do the works of righteousness. And that's putting on what righteousness is. And if you'll read uh, Galatians 5, 22 through 26, you'll see what our righteousness is, what we're to put on. There again, we're a doer of the word, and we put this on. But you know what? And I was when I was reading this and studying this back earlier, what got me excited was, you know, you can read the Bible over and over, and you can read the same scripture over and over. And sometimes something just jumps at you and I have read James so many times and I've read about looking into the mirror and then walking away and forgetting what he looks what you look like you know and the other day I was here praying and I got about right to the end of that pew and that scripture came to me and I thought God this is my mirror this is my mirror I've never looked at it that way before. This is my mirror. This mirror shows me what I used to be. But it also can show me what I can be if I put it to work. And then the other day I was telling my son, I was sitting at home and I was studying this and praying. And, and a song that he used to sing, he saw not what I was. 
he saw what I could be. And when he reached his hand way down, he took a chance on me. Because all he had to hope for was just a possibility. But he saw not what I was. He saw what I could be if I became a doer of the word. We can all be something if we become a doer of the word. We don't have to stay in our sin. Our mirror does not have to show us the ugliness that we were. But we can see what we can be in God by being a doer of the word. Oh, God, I want to be a doer of the word. I want to be a doer of the word. Verse 23 says, If any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is likened unto a man beholding his face in in a glass. And then he walks away and forgets what he's heard. I do not want to walk away from the word. How many times do we hear the word here and by the time we hit the door, we forget the word? And do you know how many hours our pastor has probably been on his knees and prayed and sought God for the perfect word for that lesson? Let us not be a forgetful hearer. But apply the word and do it. When I look into the mirror of God's word and see what I used to be, I'm so thankful that if I'm a doer of the word, I've got a promise of heaven and I've got a promise of his love and his mercy. I do not just hear the word to repent, but I must put it into action by changing the way I lived in the past and start walking in his will. So many of us want to walk in our own way. We don't want to do that, Lord. That don't sound good, Lord. But if we're a hearer and then a doer of the word, we're going to walk the way he tells us to. Verse 25 tells us that if we continue in the perfect law of liberty and be a doer of the word, our deeds will be blessed. I want to be blessed of the Lord. I want to be blessed of the Lord. It does not mean necessarily monumental blessings of finances. But there's so many blessings of the Lord. When you're a doer of the word and not just a hearer, you can walk anywhere by yourself and feel the presence of God. Never alone, never alone. He promised never to leave me, never to leave me alone. Because I want to be a doer of the word that I know that when I can call on him, you know, as a young girl, I could pick up the phone if I needed anything. I could pick up the phone and call my daddy and he'd come running. If I'm a doer of this word, I know I can pick it up and call on him. And he's going to come take care of the situation that I'm in. Because I'm his child and I'm a doer of what he says do. Oh, I love it. Let us put into action what we have seen and what we have heard. Jesus said in Matthew 22, 37 through 39, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God. With all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. That's one of the works. That's one of the actions that we put into work. I read it in the Bible, but am I going to put it into action? How do I put into action the work of loving him? Do what he asks me to do. Go where he asks me to go. Say what he asks me to say. Be an example of Christ. That's how I put that. And loving the Lord with all my God. Don't question him. Yeah, we question him sometimes. Why this or why that? But God is there for us. And if he is for us, who can be against us when we put the word to action? Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. 
we got to put that into action too. That's a work. Sometimes that is a challenge. But you know what? When I look at that, I say, if we love the way God loved, we love people that's unlovable. Because when he was on that cross, you and I was on his mind, and we were not lovable. He took a chance, like that song says, he took a chance on me because he said, I'm going to die for that person, Sister Lulabelle. I'm shedding my blood, but she's going to have a free will, and she can do as she chooses, but I'm going to die for her. Mm. I love him. How, we, how do we put this into action so to be a doer and not just to hear by trusting him. And I've already said trust him. We put into action by trusting him. By trusting him, Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. And he shall direct your path. Do you really trust him to know what is best for you? So many times we say we trust the Lord, but when trials or troubles come, we don't put that trust into action. We start franicking. We start getting afraid. People, if, and I've told the ladies, they, they hear me say this all the time. If we could just let you know, if you could get, Paul said one time, it, he's talking about the Jewish people. He said, I would give my life for them if they would come to the, to the understanding that to, who Jesus Christ is to get out of the bondage that they're in. If you could understand that there is such peace and such tranquility and trusting that God's in charge and we are not. When we put, when we put that to action, when I'm a doer of the word, trusting him, then I'm not going to get so frantic every time something happens. I'm not going to get so frantic because I said, God, I don't know why this is happening, but I trust you. Job said, yea, though he slay me, yet I'm going to trust him. I'm going to trust you. I'm putting the word into action because I want to trust him. Oh, I love you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says, have no other God before me. Seek ye first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Matthew 6, 33. And all these things shall be added unto you. His blessings. Seek ye first. Seek is an action word. I'm going, how do I seek? How do I seek? It says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. When we are doers of the word, we put God's concern ahead of ours. When we seek him right here. We seek him. I want to learn more about him. So I'm going to be a doer of the word by getting into the book and seeing just what I need to make it from this life to the next life. And not only that, not only is it making from this life to the next life, but oh, the joy that awaits me in heaven's bright city. Oh, the joy for the joy for the joy of what's ahead. And he gives us peace here. I mean, he can give you such peace here that the journey here is so sweet. The journey here is so sweet. And I have, I know when you're younger and I pray for my grandkids all the time. God, every day I get up and I say, God, I plead the blood upon their body, their soul and their spirit. Let them learn to lean on you. And the other day I was walking these aisles and I was praying. I said, oh, God, I'm older. The Bible says I was once young, 
And now I'm older and I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed a begging bread. I said, oh, while they're young, while they're young, don't let them waste the years like I did of not really, not really putting the word to action. But be a doer of the word. If they could only get in their hearts how pleasant this journey could be. Because when things come, that's life. But let God take control and turn it all over to him. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. His blessing. When we are a doer of the word, we're seeking him. And I can tell you I'm not going to get finished, but that's all right. Seeking God's kingdom calls us to evangelism. Because he said, you are my witnesses. Once the Holy Ghost comes up on us, if we're going to be a doer of the word, we've got to be a witness for him. It's time we get past of thinking we're on the other side of the track. And we're ashamed of who we are. It's time we raise the banner high. There's nothing ashamed about being a child of the God and knowing that Jesus Christ is who saves us and keeps us. If we want our lives to show that we are do other words, there are things we must do and put into action. And I, and I wrote this down. Just like, just like I love flowers. I love a beautiful flower garden. This year's been tough, but I love a beautiful flower garden. But I can look at those plants. I can look at those plants or I can look at the seed in that package. And I can read the instructions, Sister Laura, telling you to do this and do that. But if I don't put action and go out there and plant those in the ground, and if I don't take care of them, they're never going to grow. So I have, that's the way it is with us. We have to be a doer. If we want to grow in Christ, we have to be a doer of what he tells us to do. And that's to follow him. Hallelujah. I must take action. One of the actions I can take is prayer. Prayer. Don't let prayer just be something that you do when you need something. Let prayer become a daily activity that be seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That means righteousness means doing right. Seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Let prayer and Bible study become an action that you do without even having to think, do I need to set time? Start your day with it. Start your day with it. We've got to put into action. That's one of the actions I can do. Besides just hearing about praying, I can start doing it. Be a doer of the word. I guarantee you I've said doer of the word enough that you're going to know what doer of the word means. Okay, if I want to grow spiritually, I've got to be time. Take time to study. And uh, Brother Chris Johnson said Wednesday night, said usually he, he says when I get up here to teach, I always take something that Sister Peggy is supposed to teach next. And he did. And it was the scripture. I said, okay. But he didn't go where I was going with it. But. It was in 2 Timothy 2.15, study to show thyself approved. Study is an action. Study to show thyself approved. And I just thought about it. If you want to pass a test in school or college, what do you have to do? You got to study. Hey, if we want to pass this test in life, what do we got to do? We got to study. We got to study. We got to be a doer of the word. Because if we'll study the word, then it will lead us and it will guide us. I'm going to get on this next one, and that'll probably be the last one I'll get on. The next thing about being a doer, I've got to learn to forgive. Never thought about that too much, did you? That, that's action. Forgiving is action. It's not easy to forgive sometimes because we want to make a whole list of why we 
why we shouldn't forgive. Remember that list you kept on your brother? Yeah. But you know what? God didn't tell us, well, God, I really don't want to forgive them for this because they were really wrong. Forgiving is not helping them. It's helping you. And that's being a doer of the word is by forgiving. We, if we confess our sins, he is because if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us. And he says, if I am not willing to forgive, then he doesn't have to forgive me. If I am not, and because let me tell you what, when I repented of my sins and he forgave me that day and washed me in his blood, doesn't mean from that day forward I've been perfect. There's been many times I've had to ask for forgiveness again. And if I'm not willing to forgive somebody that's had trespasses against me, then he does, the word says he doesn't have to forgive you. But God is so merciful. So let's put into work forgiveness. Luke 6 and 37, judge not and you shall not be judged. Condemn not and you shall not be condemned. Forgive and you shall be forgiven. Matthew 6 and 14, if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly father will forgive you. And I'm sure he's a lot faster to forgive me of my wrongdoings than I am to forgiving somebody else. And I want to kind of get into that atmosphere that Brother Donnie's dad would tell him, you don't know what that other person's going through. You don't know what made them act that way. I want to be a doer of the word. And there's all kind of scriptures I've gave you, and I'm not going to get through with them. But uh, the whole essence of this thing why is it so important not to just be a hearer of the word, but a doer? Jesus said, you call me Lord and Master, Luke 6 and 46. But why not do the things I do? If we want to be doing that, he says, if you call me Lord and Master and don't do the things I'm going to do, I'm going to liken you unto a man that builds his house upon sand. That's not a good choice. But if I will do the things he asked me to do, I'm building my house up on a rock, Jesus Christ. That's what I'm doing. We must be a doer of the words if we, if, when we hear the words. One of the greatest reasons I want to be a doer of the word is I want to hear him say, well done. Thou good and faithful servant, Matthew 25 and 21. There is a place called heaven, and there is a place called hell for torment. I want to be a doer of the word, not just a hearer. I want to be a doer of the word so I can hear him say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. I want to be faithful to his word. God bless you.